Hey, if you're involved in leadership or volunteer at your church, the joy of Christmas can be overshadowed by this never-ending to-do list of stuff to do for the church, as well as your own personal life. Well, never fear. Today, we're going to speak about 10 ways you can still enjoy Christmas on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And welcome everyone to episode 318, the Christmas edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Now we say Christmas. Three eighteen. I thought that was last week. All right. Somebody can look it up. All right. So it's three hundred something, right? It's 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 uh, next to our last one for this year of two thousand twenty-one. And as I was saying before, you rudely cut me off. This is the Christmas edition of of our podcast. Although now you could use this any time of the year. The the stuff we're going to talk about today applies to people who are volunteers and their churches, leaders, pastors, when you can use it anytime, but it's especially pertinent for this time of the year. All right. And you have come up with 10 ways you can still enjoy Christmas. 10 ways you can still enjoy Christmas, or you can still enjoy life if you're listening to this sometime in June. I guess uh, you're right. It just does apply all the time. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 good stuff. Uh, we want to say that this is brought to you by the Church Solutions Podcast. Is brought to you by MyChurchDaily.com. Look it up after we're done here. MyChurchDaily.com. It's a way to get your message on Alexa. You can do a flash briefing every single day for your church. Keep people connected to your ministry, to your church with a daily flash briefing. We make it possible with MyChurchDaily.com. So look it up. All right. Let's jump into this. All right. So it's a Christmas season and you aren't, but everybody else is stressed out and anxious. I guess my wife takes care of Christmas. Yeah. So you're she's, she's good at it. And I gave her a hard time one year and she said, I'm done. You're going to do Christmas from now on. But then I knew she couldn't resist. She's always done Christmas. So, Well, my wife does too. She overdoes it, I think. Uh, but, you know, it's whatever. It's memories. And, and I'm kind of like you. Uh, I enjoy Christmas. It's not really my favorite time of year. I like Thanksgiving better because Thanksgiving doesn't focus on stuff, uh, even though Christmas maybe isn't supposed to focus on stuff, but that's kind of what happens. We're getting into one of your points. I am, right? So let's just jump into it. So we got 10 things here uh, that uh, take a moment to listen to this, and maybe one of these or two of these or three of these might apply to your life. It might make your Christmas better. Number one, number one, your time is more valuable than stuff. Yes, exactly. (laughs) No thing is worth more than your time. So, There's nobody that was on their deathbed and said, I wish I had had that thing. They all you know, relish time and experiences with their family and loved ones. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, experiences are what counts. But, uh, you know, if you're if you're chasing stuff and trying to do a bunch of stuff, uh, you know, 
uh, enjoy life, enjoy life, enjoy this season. I know for some people this is yeah, anxiety issues, stress issues, but if you can just, we'll get into that in a moment, but if you could just take a deep breath and focus, refocus your mind a little bit. And uh, the Bible says, you know, as a man thinketh, so he is. And uh, so we need to, this is all about changing our thoughts. So your time is much more valuable than your stuff. So uh, really keep that in mind here as, as things go on. Yeah. And we're, I'm learning at with our family as we have a, a quite large family with four boys and spouses and grandkids now, yeah. um, learning the habits and, and ways of personalities of everybody. And um, the, I think my kids are growing into this thing as well, that uh, the time is more valuable than stuff. Um, so it's been, it's been interesting watching. Um, we have, we do have some that are, very concerned about what they got for Christmas versus what some of their siblings or others got for Christmas. Uh, but that is uh, the lesser of the crowd, though. I was really proud of my son and his girlfriend this Christmas season because I really feel like they kind of get that. And we spent some, we actually had an early Christmas with them because they're going to Seattle here tomorrow. And uh, they won't be with us for Christmas. My wife and I will be alone, which is perfectly fine with us. But uh, we spent Christmas, we did our own little Christmas with them and uh, really thought thought that they really get it. You know, we really enjoyed our time with them. And, and you know, so your time is much more valuable. Than yeah, stuff. it's a maturity thing. Because I know when I was 12, that was not the case. Yeah. I did not care about yeah. time with my parents or my brother or sisters. I wanted my stuff. You know, it was super important. Yeah. But have fun, you know, let your hair down, so to speak. Uh, be silly if you can and uh, just be yourself, relax. And, uh, you know, let, and that's what people are going to remember. They're going to remember the fun times, the good times together, not what they got. All right, let's move on here. So we don't take up too much of your time. Number two, stuff doesn't equal happiness, which kind of ties into what we were saying. Stuff does not equal happiness. Uh, you know, many times, as you were just saying, there's some of the kids measure their, their the quality of their holiday by the stuff they got, by the material gains. Uh, it's it's not about gifts. It's 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 about your self worth, who you are, and and the people around you are. Uh, that's that's really what it's all about, and and really embracing them. And uh, not embracing your stuff, embracing the experience, as we just kind of talked about. These two kind of tie together. Yeah, they do, definitely. They do. Yeah, I probably should have changed that. But anyhow, it, it, it's just an emphasis on on really the moment, you know, being present. It's kind of a, it's become a catchphrase the last few years. But for me, it's really helped my life, being present and not present as in the gifts, but, but being there, being aware, being aware of what other people <laughs> are feeling and sensing. Yes, you're much better at that than I am. So that's for sure. Well, you know, we all could. We're nobody's perfect. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So you know, it's not. It's not. It's not. Time is more valuable. Stuff doesn't equal happiness. Number three, ignore. And this is the one you liked, right? You, you well, liked this it. this one this one uh, shows the the Phil Thompson signature on it. So yes, <laughs> I can read Phil into this one. <laughs> Number three, ignore unpleasant people all right it's easier said than done especially yes. when you work in churches and we're talking to people here that are volunteers pastors you know people who are quite involved in the church we get that 
And that's why we're doing this today for you. And we also understand that unpleasant people come with church. They, they just, right. you know, nobody's perfect. You're not perfect. So, I'm not perfect. And so, yeah. So you may, I mean, some people, you run across an unpleasant person and a lot of times you let them under your skin and you want to fix them and correct them and argue with them. And it just gets you all upset. Right. So, and, and, but what you're advocating here is just smile, nod and say, you know, have a nice day or, you know, just kind of move on, you know, from whatever the unpleasant people that are getting in your. It's, it's easy to do. I mean, it's harder to do. It's easier said than done, but it, but it's, you can do it. Uh, I've right. done a lot over the last couple of years. Uh, you know, and especially this time of the, this, this time in life, you know, I mean, we are, we are more divided than ever. And even within churches, you know, we're, we're divided over this whole pandemic thing and, you know, should vax vaccinated, you know, should we get vaccinated? Oh, we shouldn't get vaccinated. You know, should we wear a mask? Should we not wear a mask? You know, those are just the things on the forefront here, not to mention all the other stuff that we deal with politics and, and, and uh, you know, other things that go in there. So it can be an unpleasant experience, but it's, it's really good to just do your very best to redirect the conversation, uh, smile, you know, just do your best not to, to engage in, in something that, that is just will take everything downhill, if that makes right. sense. And it's a skill to, to master, right? Because it it's very tempting to get in and correct people, you know, I need to set them straight. I, I, I think I, you know, once I say I think I'm doing good at this, something will happen and I'll blow it. But I think I've done pretty good with this last few years. And so uh, just ignore unpleasant people. And again, remember, we're talking about how you can get the best, how you can get the best experience out of this Christmas season or life in general, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, so, so just, just don't worry about, it. you know, you're never going to look, let's face it. Very seldom do we ever win an argument, right? I mean, most people, you're not going to convince them. Uh, it's really hard to do that. If, if, if somebody's argumentative, now, I've had people talk to me and, and, and even myself, you know, I had serious questions and, you know, that can be progress. But when you're talking about just button heads and arguing, you're not going to convince them anyhow. So why try? I don't do it on Facebook. I really don't. I'm on Facebook, you know, and, you know, I've got people from all gamuts of life that are my friends on Facebook and uh, some very liberal, some very conservative, some different religions. Uh, there's no reason. There's You're not going to win. You're not going to do it. You're not going to convince anybody. And it just brings every, every everything downhill. Yeah, so don't get pulled into the trap. Exactly. All right, number four, yeah. don't be afraid to say no. That's right. Your wife is good at this. You should learn from your wife. Yes. Uh, you've got to say no, and this is especially true during the Christmas season. Uh, sometimes you just have and look, this, again, we're talking a lot about <laughs> church-related things here. Yeah, and the church can, I mean, that's where, yeah. Uh, I mean, a great example is... Um, I got asked, was I volunteer uh, at church on Christmas Eve? And I said, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> you know, so, and my wife has no problem saying, no, Christmas Eve is with my family and we're not, I'm not going to, I'm not available. So, 
So did you yeah. have to renege on that or are you just going to? No, I'm, I'm going to go, sir. I, I let her know. I said, hey, Saturday afternoon, we're, I'm going to go serve a church. It's not, it's just, yeah, I just, you know, I don't, I don't mind it. And I felt obligated and they need people. So the church is, you know, kind of on the problem end of this where if they, if I was taking my, our own advice here, um, I'd be putting the church out and into a, a more dire situation where they where basically what would happen is somebody else would step up and they'd, you know, they'd work all the services that day, as opposed to just having to work two services. Yeah. So, I mean, there's ways around that. I mean, hopefully your church is scheduling months in advance. Yes. Uh, and so there could be some thinking through on that, but uh, there's always last minute stuff that pops up. And so there's always right. going to be somebody. Right but there it, it, yeah, it didn't matter what it is, but I'm just not, I'm not as good as my wife is. She'll just go, no. And she didn't think about it long. And she's just able to say, no, I have another good friend of mine too. And he was, um, he has no problem either. He just goes, no, I'm not going to do that. You guys have fun. You know, <laughs> and also let me clarify that this is not just about commitments or, or, or scheduling or things. I mean, this is even if you have kids, young kids, and a kid wants a certain gift, you know, sometimes you just have to say no. Yeah. Uh, there's sometimes you have to just say, no, we're not going to do that. We can't afford it or, you know, to get in at all that, but you can just say, you know, eh, sorry, we can't do it. So, you know, giving gifts that maybe your little kid wants, <laughs> you know, or, uh, you know, not just church commitments, but other commitments like parties and those kind of things. Uh, and you got to do it and not feel guilty about it. All right. Yep. So, all right. All right. Number five. Number five. Take- Go ahead. I'm sorry. Take a time out. What does that mean? Yeah. So uh, I have found this to be very valuable in my life uh, and not just, uh, let me try to describe it, but you know, when your kids sometimes were little, sometimes you put them in timeouts, you know, you know, you need to go to timeout and, and, and then they would calm down or whatever, and then they could rejoin things. I think that's true for us in lots of different ways, especially during this season. You're good. If you feel the stress coming, if you feel the anxiety coming, uh, if you can take a time out from whatever it is you're doing, and maybe if maybe it's only for five minutes, you know, maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's just a minute where you just stop and breathe, walk away. You know, I've had, look, I've had customers, you know, we do, we work with customers with streaming video and other things here. And I've, I've, that doesn't happen a lot, but occasionally I'll get overwhelmed by somebody and, uh, you know, once it's done, I will just kind of sit down and just breathe for a couple minutes <laughs> and it makes a big difference. Uh, you get, you regroup your emotions, you get things under control. Your thought life is very powerful. And so give yourself the license to take a time out. And if you have to do it multiple times a day or multiple times during the week, do it. All right. And this next one's important too, I think. Number six is cultivate contentment. Yeah, I think, you know, again, we're talking the Christmas season here. You can use this any time of the year, but I think it's easy to look at what other people maybe have got for gifts, perhaps, or uh, maybe even just other stuff that they have and you don't have it. It's easy sometimes to begin to compare Americans love to compare. We compare mm-hmm. and we, we create stress and anxiety because we end up focusing on what we don't have 
but we focus on what we wish we had and we don't have it. And this, you know, may seem a little simplistic to you, but uh, the bottom line is, you know, be, be content with what you have. Uh, the Bible talks a lot about that, you know, and uh, I'm very, you know, I, I looked around the other day and I said, you know, I am just so grateful for where I live and for, you know, my wife and my family and the things that I do have, I'm just, I, I practice contentment. It's a lot, mm-hmm. a lot to do with gratitude. Yeah. I know that um, they, uh, others have prescribed for people that are in um, you know, not good situations, like I've been diagnosed with cancer or whatever it may be. And they say, okay, I want you to go and start creating a list of all that you're thankful for. And, and once you focus draw the focus away from, oh, I got to get all this shopping done or whatever it needs to be. I got to get this done. I got to do this. I got to be here. I, gotta, I don't want to do that. And if you just focus on the things that you're thankful for in your life, you know, just the simple things, yeah. the sun shining through your bedroom window in the morning, you know, isn't it good that we live in a, a sunny part of the U.S.? Yeah, whatever it may be. Yeah. Or, or wherever yeah. you live, you know, there's lots of things. I, I had, uh, I, I went and call, saw a therapist years ago and I was just frustrated because I had anger in my life. And I was like, why do I deal with this anger all the time? I just, I'm tired of it. I, you know, one of the things he had me do was he had me make a list of things I was grateful for mm-hmm. a gratitude list. And, uh, you know, I, I felt like, well, this is really kind of simple and here I am and pay him, paying him all this money, you know, but, but then I begin <laughs> to think to myself, you know, when I did it and really began to jump into it and really take it seriously, it really changed my outlook on things. Yes. And, uh, I, my anger issues dissipated a lot because I began to be, be content with who I was and content with, you know, the people in my life and my family and actually gratitude for them. Right. Yes, there's a lot of stress out there when you're comparing yourself. It's definitely, you know, they, uh, what are the Joneses doing across the street? Oh, and again, why? Christmas season, you know, it's, it, it seems to magnify it more during amplified and Christmas season. Yes. All right. So number seven on our list. Look is, for go ahead. laughter. Look for laughter. Uh, I try to make these a little more. Uh, well, never mind. I try to make it a little more fluid, but look for laughter. Um, one of the things I enjoy most about my wife is her laugh. She has a, a, a just a famous laugh, and my, my actually my son calls it a witch cackle, but <laughs> it's really a it's a funny laugh. It really is, and, and uh, I enjoy hearing my wife laugh, and she's laughed a lot the last couple of years. She was she had a lot of health issues and and things she was struggling with in the last three or four years she's really overcome those things and the joy is back in her life and and because of that it's also in our lives you know but uh, the scripture talks about the joy of the lord is my strength and so if you can surround yourself with with people that are you know happy people (laughs) uh people that are content and uh you can even bring some of that into the relationship it will really help you uh, because this, you know, this is a tough time of year for everybody. Uh, you can go through stress and anxiety and depression. Uh, but if you're hanging out with friends, not just this time of the year, but year round, if you've got friends that are just bringing you down all the time, I mean, think about it a little bit. You know, if they're just depressed all the time, uh, 
it's maybe time to get some new friends. I'm not saying you abandon those people totally, but again, uh, those of us who involved in ministry, we've been, it's been drummed in our head so much to serve, serve, serve. And so we think, well, you know, I'm going to take care of this poor soul that, that always seems to be depressed. And, and what happens many times is they drag you down and you end up being not really a happy person because you're dealing with all their baggage. And look, I, I know those people need help. I need, I know they need care, but uh, you know, if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be good to anybody, much less your family. So look for laughter uh, everywhere you go. And uh, I've even tried to do this. I, I am notorious for beating myself up when I make a mistake. Something doesn't go right. Uh, something breaks if I'm working on it. And, and usually I would just get really hot under the collar about it, you know. Now I've really tried my best to laugh about it. Easier said than done. Yeah. You can do it. And uh, it's just amazing. If you begin to have that attitude, look for laughter. It really will change your life and it will change your people's lives around you. Yes. All right. Number eight. Number eight. So this is a no brainer, but we need to be reminded about this, right? If we're involved in ministry, especially tap into your faith. Uh, again, slow down. Remember, the reason for the season, right? Uh, and as we've mentioned above, it's it's sometimes you need to take a time out. And uh, we talked about taking time out a few minutes ago, but maybe in this particular one, time out to pray. Time out to right. pray for, for yourself, for others, for that unpleasant person that we mentioned earlier, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, and really allow yourself to be quiet so that God can speak to you. We're so busy. Even even in June or July, we're busy doing stuff. You know, well, this year, this time of year, we're busier than ever. So tap into your faith. Remember, remember why why we're doing this. You know, right. and and uh, what it's all about. You know, when it comes to to living life. Exactly. All right. And another one. This kind of fits right in there as well. Is number nine is show yourself some care. Yeah. You notice a lot of that in this in this thing. Again, this this is something that's been speaking to me for years, and so you'll see it in this outline. By the way, this is going to be on our blog this week. So if you go to uh, what's our what's our address? Blog.streamingchurch.tv. That's it. All right. So if you go there, you can see these notes here. But um, again, we are busy serving. We're always serving. It's the Lord's will that we serve these people. Well, yes, it is, but not at your expense. Not at the, not at the expense of you or your family, or your loved ones. And so show yourself a little bit of care. Uh, it's common to get busy trying to help everybody else, but uh, take the time out. You know, if you want to talk about strife, strive to get yourself some good sleep. <laughs> if you want to, you know, put some effort in to get, make, you know, I go to bed religiously, no pun intended, but I'm usually in bed by nine o'clock. Now I get up at five, but, you know, my wife, she doesn't usually go to bed at nine. And, and it's just something we live with, you know, but I, I go to bed at nine. So I, I will do my best to make sure that I'm in bed by nine or nine 30. There's a few exceptions to that, but, but what I'm getting at is 
sleep is a powerful thing. It really brings healing. It, it reduces stress. It can reduce weight <laughs> if you want to talk about it. And so healthy choices is what I'm talking about here. Show, show yourself some care. Try to make some healthy choices. I know eating is not, I've gained 10 pounds this, this last month. So I'm hypocritical on the eating thing right now, but, you know, try to exercise as much as you can during this time of the year, surround yourself in, in a healthy environment uh, you know, if you can get out and walk around a little bit, do it. Uh, take some time out to enjoy what's around you. And uh, that's part of showing yes. yourself some care. Yeah. Don't wait until to make your New Year's resolution next year. Start your habits now. Oh. Exactly. Exactly. All righty. And then number 10, which is um, be supportive to your staff. Yeah. So, you know, this Church Solution podcast, pastors, leaders, uh, you're a volunteer. Many of you are volunteers that lead teams. You know, uh, be supportive of your staff this time of the year. Again, churches usually put on big projects this time of the year. I don't know what it's going on now with COVID and now Omicron or whatever it is that's out there. I don't know what everybody's doing. I talked to one uh, leader just yesterday, their church, fairly large church too. I think in the Chicago area, they have not met in person since March of 2020, uh, which kind of surprised me because uh, most churches have gone back to meeting in some capacity, but, you know, because of the pandemic. But but what I'm getting at is most of the time during this time of the year, there's usually stuff going on, stress. We used to put on a Christmas Eve service and, you know, pull our hair out trying to make it work and all that stuff. If you're a pastor, if you're a team leader at your church, if you're on your board, understand that some of these People that are on staff and volunteers, they may be going through a rough time during this time of the year. So try to be understanding. Uh, reserve your criticism. You know, wait till after Christmas to criticize them. No, I'm just kidding. But, but you know, hold it back a little bit. Uh, everybody could use a little bit of empathy this year, especially the last couple of years that we're going into. Be supportive because you just don't know what people are going through. There's an old, There's an old line out there. You know, uh, everybody's going through a battle. You just don't always see it. And and I think many of us are going through things that most, most people don't see what we're going through. Could be a family mm-hmm. issue, could be a health issue, uh, could be anything, you know, yeah. be supportive. And this is a really busy time of the year for the church. Just, I know at our church, they're bringing, um, you know, there's, there's there's special services you know at the end of December around Christmas times. There's um, special projects, charitable projects for our community. All kinds of stuff going on. It's like super busy time for the for the staff at the church. Whereas those that are outside the church, things start to chill a lot. You know, being you know my former corporate life, things really started to slow down around Christmas. You know, there was not much. There wasn't a big crunch, but. Within the church, that's the big crunch time. So, Easter is a big time. Yeah, and time. yeah. So this is important. Be supportive to your staff. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so try to keep that in mind. I, I think that uh, you know, if if you and I can apply these things, uh, you know, these are ways we can still enjoy Christmas. We can still enjoy the New Year's, and we can still enjoy life if we can begin to put some of these things in practice. Uh, and we don't always do it right, but if we can come back to it and, and, and try again and try again, it will reduce the stress in our life, reduce the anxiety. And, uh, that's what it's all about. So somebody, somebody thinks it's funny. 
<laughs> All right. So what was that? Was that your phone or is that your wife laughing? That's my phone. Okay, that's your phone. Wow, that's an interesting laugh on your phone. Well, it's a it's uh yes. Yeah. I I got reprimanded for because our um kids have dogs and I used to have like uh, well I, the worst was a door knock. So the if I got a text, it would go knock knock, and all the dogs would go crazy because they thought somebody was knocking on the door, and go freaking out. So my wife told, yes, my wife told me to choose a sound that is not. Anyway, that's what I chose. A baby, a baby's laughed. Oh, well, that's a baby. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go easy on you. I'm, I muted my phone, but since it's the holiday season, I won't rebuke you for that. Yes, I know. I should have muted before yeah, we went on. That's okay. oh, well. Nobody's perfect. So we're done here. Uh, if we can help you in any way with uh, your technical needs, uh, we even have people involved in, involved in ministry. Uh, if there's anything we can do for you and your church, uh, please reach out to us, support at streamingchurch.tv. You can subscribe to this podcast anywhere that you get your podcast, Church Solutions Podcast. And be sure and check out mychurchdaily.com. That's our sponsor. It, it happens to be us. We're the, we're the people that put together mychurchdaily.com. Check it out, and maybe your church can get on Alexa, and you can continue to reach out to people. So, Steve Lacey, uh, have yourself a very Merry Christmas. All right, you too. And uh, that goes out to all our listeners and viewers of this uh, Church Solutions podcast. We hope that you have a great Christmas, a Happy New Year. We'll be back next week with a special guest. I think you'll enjoy it. And uh, until then, uh, take care. I'm Phil Thompson. He's Steve Lacey. We'll catch you again next time on another episode of the Church Solutions podcast. 